0: Welcome to A Writer's War, a National Lottery Heritage Fund First World War Centenary Project produced by Chrome Radio for the University of Oxford's Faculty of Medieval and Modern Languages in partnership with Year 10 students from Oxford Spires Academy. The university organised a series of workshops for the students looking at responses of British, French and German writers to the First World War. In the first four podcasts, we hear from the students. We begin with Dulce et Decorum Est. I'm William and I go to Oxford Spies Academy. We've had some people come in and do some workshops with us about war poetry in World War I. I thought it was quite interesting the different approaches from the different poets and how they responded to war. The English thought of it as a sort of game, but the French thought of it as a bit more patriotic, fighting for your country. It would have affected them a bit differently as the fighting was going on in France and their land was being destroyed. I think Wilfrid and Pems made a big impact because it was quite a realistic view of what war would be. His poem, et de Coromest, is a sweet and noble to die for your country. But what he's saying is that's a lie and that it's actually really gruesome and a really horrible thing to go to war. One of the things we had to do was look at et de Coromest and see the different onomatopoeias like bang, crash, crack and try and write our own versions using onomatopoeia and linking it to war. What I wrote responding to Wilfred Owen was like cracking of bones on the blood curdling floor, the croaking of a man gargling from gas, drowning in the sea of yellow, fires emerging up, burning the chance of survival. And then I thought about the good bits of war. The good bits came from Guillaume Apollinaire because he was putting a positive spin on it. Maybe as a way of dealing with the fact that the war was going on. I wrote the lights fluttering, sizzling and popping in the air, sky of green and yellow, A flickering of light when a bullet goes off.
1: Troublesome tanks take over towns. Booming bombs break innocent bones. Sad souls sob for fallen soldiers. Foul smiles cover football fields. My name's Maria. My family originally come from Bangladesh. We've been doing workshops on war and French poems as well. What I remember most is the Wilfred Owen poem. I found it really interesting how he described war compared to one of the French poems. The Wilfred Owen poem talked about how bad war was and how soldiers went through a lot, whereas the French poem was about love and how great the war was. I enjoyed looking for the stuff in the archive because we got to find out what it was really like for the soldiers and the people who they loved back home. One of the letters was from a soldier in the trenches, and you could tell because his handwriting wasn't so great and it was written in pencil, whereas the letter from his father was in really neat handwriting with pen. We saw some scrapbooks with pictures of other soldiers and what they did. You could learn more about the war, what happened close up and the reality for people there. I'd say it's relevant because most countries were included in the war because of the British Empire.
2: I'm Malachi Headley. I'm a Year 10 pupil at Oxford Spires Academy. My mother is from St Vincent and my dad is from Barbados. Being at Oxford Spires has inspired me to write poetry and music, especially reading World War I poets. Reading British poems was quite influential upon me because, for example, Owen's use of onomatopoeia in his poems bring about emotion and empathy in the reader. Reading the French poems was a little harder because my first language is English, but still you're drawn into these poems and they illustrate an image about what they perceive of World War One. French poets generally gave quite a sugar-coated description giving metaphors, giving similes, not quite describing the true aspects. Some French poets described war as quite a beautiful thing that soldiers, young soldiers, should be excited for, whereas British soldiers, such as Owen and Sassoon, have a more ugly, twisted approach, giving day-to-day descriptions of World War I and its true features. Studying French has been a great experience for me. I studied French culture throughout year seven, eight and nine. And then at the end of year nine, I went on a trip to France in June, July time. And the weather was sunny and I got to experience the true culture of Paris. It was very nice to hear the languages and communicate with, for example, the shopkeepers. I wrote this poem on influence from Poems written by Wilfred Owen and his friends and comrades in World War I. I also looked at French responses to World War I, which contrasted quite drastically to those of the British. Grateful. Not to hear the icy silence after a successful attack. Not to hear the flight of fiendish fortified weapons following your every footstep. Or to gasp breathless at a limb on the floor not knowing whose, mine or yours. But to play music, to be with friends, to be with family, to be with nature, we must be grateful. Because you can never be with nature at war, for war is not natural.
3: I'm Ivo, and I'm in Oxford Spies Academy, which is in East Oxford. I study French. We've been looking at different poems and how people represent war in poetry. It's been interesting, the fact that there's so many different opinions. There were some ones about how war is like a game and how it can also be seen in a positive way, how the explosions can be pretty. But also we were looking at some Wilfred Owen ones, I'm reading from Wilfred Owen's poem, Dolstett de Est," and this is my favourite bit of the poem. Bent double like old beggars under sacks. Heavy B sounds make it like trudging. So old beggars under sacks de the people. War is not something to be glorified, as we've seen in many other poems. It makes you think more about how people perceive war, and I'll definitely be looking into ways other people, not just in the World War One, but other wars, see stuff. We looked at some archives of people who had died in the war, who went to Moreland College. You could see siblings that had pictures of them, and it shows the reality of normal people normal lives going to war. There's many different ways people perceive war, but only if you're there, you'll really know what it's like.
4: I'm Samara Rana from Oxford Spires Academy. We've been doing a project on poets of the First World War, so German, French and English. In particular, I have looked at the German poet Ernst Stadler and the English poet Wilfred Owen. I remember the most the contrasts of the poems, how some poems describe war to be like a haven and really good, whereas some describe it to be like hell and really bad. These workshops gave me an insight of what the war was like I take history, so I have a good understanding of the First World War in general. By looking at poetry, it gives you more of an understanding of one man's perspective of it. My family is originally from Pakistan. They survived the partition of India and Pakistan. My granddad, he was only about six or seven when the partition happened. My grandma, she was about four. They survived it, and we're here today. This is what I wrote. It was about today, about how war could be possible, but how we're so lucky that it hasn't actually happened yet. We're so lucky. We wake up to the sound of birds tweeting, not bombs dropping. We can leave our house without the fear of being killed. We have people out front protecting us. We're so lucky. But we have weapons that can destroy our earth at once. Ballistic bombs breaking the bones of children in poorer countries. Countries on the verge of war, destroying everything. I guess we're not so lucky after all.
0: You have been listening to A Writer's War. I do hope you'll join us for the next podcast in the series.